The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello everyone, this is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hey everyone, welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And and I want to say, you know know we're celebrating uh, our 25th anniversary this year on ESPN Radio. That's probably one of the longest-running outdoor shows in the Chicagoland area, as well as the Midwest and other places around the country. It's a a great honor, and that only happens because we are so grateful to you, our listeners and sponsors of this program, that have made this show happen from the very first day. Thank you so much, and please say thank you to all of our sponsors, especially Waterworks Marine and Paul's Pizza, who were there from the very first day. Thank you very, very much. But let's talk about today's show. You know, it's the outdoors. It's April. The flowers are blooming in my front and backyard. You could smell the woods or just getting excited. But, you know, last Saturday was the opening day of so many things. We had smelt season open. We've had uh, uh, tur- youth turkey season going on. We had sa- uh, trout in all the inland lakes that were stocked. That activity was going on. There was tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff going on, as well as my bad cold that I'm still holding on to. And we'll work at get rid of it. We're working on get rid of it. But uh, what we want to talk about on today's show, though, is uh, Eileen Rice... You know, she's been on the show several times. She's our first grade fishing teacher from East Prairie School in Skokie, Illinois. And uh, she was inducted into the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame for all of her work that she's done with the thousands and thousands of students and families uh, from the couple of schools that she's been part of for over almost 30 years, uh, turning the fish and fishing into reading, writing, math, and science in her classroom for first graders. It's very impressive. And uh, she was honored along with two other people, uh, uh, Doug Aller, who does a lot of work with the uh, 
first responders and getting the first responders and kids out in the outdoors and taking them out pheasant hunting to the first responders out pheasant hunting. It was really, really a great program that touched a lot of people. And then Nan Buckhart, uh, a naturalist from Lake County Forest Preserves at Ryerson Woods, uh, she was also being honored. And we're going to be talking to those two uh, later on, you know, throughout the month uh, to, you know, give them a little bit of notoriety because they did great work and they didn't do it for themselves they're doing it to get people to enjoy the outdoors and i have to give them a huge amount of of thank yous for doing that but after we talk to eileen we're then going to have our very good friend i'm already laughing mike reynolds that means the show's off the track right away uh mike reynolds is our fishing and hunting and outdoor buddy uh, for many years, uh, him and his brother Bill, uh, two great outdoors people. I love them both dearly. And Monday is opening day of, oh, <clears throat> I'm getting excited. It's turkey season. Ooh, it's turkey season. I can't, st- oh, I, can't, I can't wait to be out in the woods with my good buddy Danny Hayes and maybe uh, one of his kids. And we're going to be sitting out there watching the sun come up. It's going to be warm. I'm going to take a nap in the woods. You can't go wrong with turkey hunting. I love it, okay? <laughs> but we're going to be talking about the opening of Northern Illinois' uh, first season turkey hunting and all the fun activities that happen in the great outdoors when you're out turkey hunting. So we'll hear from Mike about that. And uh, I know if you've listened over the years, you know exactly why I'm excited. And then we're going to be talking with, uh, hopefully I'll I, actually I do, I have a new Aiden fishing report. Uh, my Aiden's my grandson from Western Michigan. He's he's getting older, and he's his sentences are getting much better than they were when we first started uh, reading his fishing reports. But he'll be on uh, in the last segment of the show, along with some other outdoor information, which is a cool, cool thing to do. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Um, th- you know, there are a couple of things that I want to bring up. By one of them, that's not very pleasant, but. Uh, there was a young man who was fishing late at night, like 10.30, I read in the newspaper, uh, on the Chicago River, on the north branch of the Chicago River, and some not-too-very-kind uh, gang members were trying to entice him into a an argument, and he wasn't part of a gang. He wasn't. Uh, and the, the young man was shot and uh, very seriously hurt, and I'm not, I haven't gotten a report uh, you know, as his condition is now, but you know, it's ten thirty at night. You know, let's if you're an outdoorsman or a fisherman and you love fishing in the city, there's plenty of places to go. But you know, do it when you can in the daylight. Do it when you can see. You uh, you know, there's the great word called common sense. And I know the fish might be biting at night, but you know what? Do it during the daytime when you can see what's around you, what's happening, and stuff like that. I really feel terrible that somebody would take advantage of a a sportsman, a fisherman, an outdoorsman who loves fishing uh, up, you know, off the north branch of the Chicago River. And it's just, it just sorrows me. And so please, let's, you know, keep an eye, one eye on the bobber and one eye of of your surroundings uh, if you're fishing in some of these. questionable areas and i i know i know i i this is not a pleasant thing but please be careful when you're out in the great outdoors all right um the other thing that's going on i we're going to be talking about morel mushroom hunting pretty quick here i'm excited about that that's going to be a a really oh, i can't wait for mushrooms turkey hunting fishing smelt season i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know what i'm gonna do oh my goodness gracious it just lines them up and am i gonna have way too much fun 
way too much fun. I tell you what, we're going to need to uh, head on into the show and have some fun because that's what we're here for. And we're going to hear from Eileen Rice and then Mike Reynolds. And who knows what else is going to happen during the show. But you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95... Big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take-home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot Ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Nature is calling. No, 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 not that way. Fishing, hunting, hiking, you know, nature. Chauncey's Great Outdoors, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 and available on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! I'm the big boss bass. 
You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. This is my rock. These are my wheat. You can drag your crankbait right in front of my face. Take your presentations to some other place. Everybody, welcome back to the Chauncey's Great Outdoors Show. And on the phone with me, I have to tell you, I we're fresh off the big rubber chicken circuit. <laughs> no, not really. I am on the phone. We've got our dear friend Eileen Rice, school teacher extraordinaire. They call her the fishing teacher. I call her a little bit of Mother Nature. But Eileen received the Outdoor Hall. It was inducted into the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame on Thursday night uh, here in uh, northern Illinois. Uh, we had a big gala for the Conservation Foundation, and I just wanted to get around and talk a little bit about uh, that whole thing and maybe a little bit about her schooling with the kids and stuff like that. Eileen, good morning. Good morning, Chauncey. My friend, what, I mean, a day you had. <laughs> it was a day. I so overwhelmed at what an amazing day it was. I mean, besides being honored at the Outdoor Illinois Hall of Fame, you also had your state representative walk into your uh, school district. I did. That was a complete surprise. My superintendent, Dr. Paul Goldberg, walked in with our state representative, Kevin Olico, and he um, presented me with a certificate of recognition mm-hmm. for all of my hard work during the last 25 plus years at East Prairie and uh, putting on our fishing unit year after year. Mm-hmm. And and we've we've talked to Eileen in the past on the show uh, about her. It's not just a fishing unit. What she does is she takes uh, she teaches first grade at East Prairie uh, School in Skokie, Skokie, <laughs> <laughs> Skokie, <laughs> Illinois, and uh, she started this many years ago with the other districts that she taught, but. All of her classes throughout the day, all of the classes, whether it's reading, writing, arithmetic, science, has a fish spin to it. And that's the marvelous thing because, you know, just reading something, a a kid is going to enjoy, I hope you would would enjoy reading, but when they're reading about something different, like you're reading about fish and fishing and fishes, I think they get more interested, don't they? They absolutely do. When you keep it to a, a, a central theme, they know, okay, everything's going to revolve around that theme. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read about the fish, but now I'm going to start adding some fish. Oh, now I'm going to learn about the fish parts in science. And we're going to talk about our feelings based on the characters of the fish that we read about. And now we're going to write about it. You know, I mean, it's, it's just the best time of year for me. I just love teaching this unit and then taking them out into the playground and casting, teaching them uh, respect for other anglers and giving each other enough space and doing it safely by looking around before you cast and how to carry your fishing pole in a safe way mm-hmm. and 
all all those parts of it. So yeah. it's it's so exciting that it just keeps going. Fish, 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 fish. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as she was mentioning, you know, uh, the science, uh, one of the things that they do is they they do the chain of life and it's hanging from the ceiling. And what's that? Is it called construction paper? So we, do the, we do the um, <clears throat> habitat of a pond. Mm-hmm. And so then the children uh, just make like construction paper rings and then they glue on their different parts so they see it's an actual chain of life. And how they all relate to each other. Which is amazing, though, to watch a kid going, a first grader going, wow, here's algae, here's this, here's a minnow, here's this, here's this, and here's a great blue heron at the end. Uh, I mean, and first graders are getting appreciation of, you're putting the seed in there for them to go, oh, gee whiz, that's interesting. And they love it when we go on the actual fishing trip and, you know, they're at Skokie Lagoon and they see a great heron. This is right. That's at the top of the food chain. You know, they get so excited or, oh, look at the duckweed because they learned about the different aquatic plants. And, you know, they, they can relate to it so much better and they're excited to see it live and in person and it's not on the screen. It's right. so nice to see it and be hands on. Oh God, yeah, and 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 it just kept going. You sing songs about fish and fishing. Uh, that you know, you've got uh, fish hanging from the, the the walls and stuff like that. Oh, I mean, you got to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, Every yeah. part of learning, at no matter what the age. Yeah. You know, if it's hands-on, if it's relatable to their age level, they're going to enjoy it. Oh, God, yes. And and it, it's so interesting because you, you when you just think that this is a first-grade thing, uh, at sports shows, I mean, I'm having gentlemen walk up to my booth at a sports show holding a toddler and saying, Hi, Trance. And I go, Hi, how are you? He says, you probably don't remember me, and I apologize because I'm like, I, I really don't. And he says, I was in Mrs. Rice's fishing group at X school, and I went, oh, my God. <laughs> because Fancy, you're aging me. Wait a second. <laughs> nah, you don't age. I age. But, I mean, the thing is, you made that much of an impression on the kids. You've opened that door to say, take a peek. See what this is. You're going to enjoy this. And they did. And that's yeah. really, you know, yes, you're using all the, the, the things for school and stuff like that, but you're, you're cracking that door for them to look at it and say, wow, I never thought of going to try that or look at that or fishing or, or all these things of nature and stuff. And so that's what I think people re- need to realize. It's not just you're teaching fish and about fish in all your classes. It's you're opening that door of inquisition being inquisitive and and learning more on their own. Well, with our school district having the multitude of different languages and cultures, um, it's so nice that we tell the parents way in advance, please save this date. This is our fishing trip. We need as many hands on deck as possible. And they come out and they're like, wait a second. 
Skokie Lagoon is like 10, 15 minutes down the Eden from our school. I never even knew this place existed. And Mm -hmm. then where we're laid out, they're like, oh, my goodness, there's the picnic grove. And it's so beautiful. There's a bike trail. You know, I go, yes, just go outside. Enjoy this beautiful area that's around the corner. And in Skokie, right by us, is Emily Oaks. And not all of them enjoy that. And Mm -hmm. it's nearby. And they can rent a fishing pole or borrow a fishing pole from their center at Mm -hmm. Emily Oaks. And, like, it's right in your backyard. Enjoy it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, um... What was cool about the event with the the Illinois Conservation Foundation Gala, uh, there was all kinds of raffles going on, and people need to put this on your calendar for next year, the first Thursday of uh, April, either come to the the dinner or make sure you bid on some of the great items that they had up there. But it's just, you know, the other two people, Nan Buckert from uh, Lake County Forest Preserve was also brought into the Outdoor Hall of Fame. Uh, As a matter of fact, we're going to try to get her on in the next week or two. And then... uh, Doug Eller, he was there talking about, you know, his part of the outdoors that he did with, you know, first responders and kids programs and stuff like that. And it was just so nice to see a broad spectrum of of people's interest in uh, of the outdoors and how they're passing it on. Two wonderful, wonderful human beings I got to meet. So. And I'm so honored to be a member of the Hall of Fame along with them. Mm-hmm. Um, they had great programs and have worked so hard to bring the outdoors to others. That's so cool. And I, I'm, I'm really honored to be in the Hall of Fame with them. Oh, yes. You know, you know great people. And, you know, it was also nice to, I have to say this, to see your principal and the superintendent of, you know, your district superintendent also at your table, uh, you know, supporting you by being there, but really seeing the impact that your program has, like, oh, my God, we could be doing this. We should be doing this. That was cool to see, you know, that all the people there excited about it. And I'm sure, you, like I said, your principal and superintendent saw it, and, you know, they, they see you, you know, every day. <clears throat> Excuse me. They see you every day. I still have my cold from last week, everybody. Uh, but, you know, here they are, you know, s- seeing how much of an impact a program in their district that they support can have across the state. And that's what I, I give those two gentlemen a lot of credit for, real, uh, you know, for understanding that. It meant a lot to have them there because because of COVID, we haven't been able to go out on the actual fishing trip in the last three years, and they are new to our district within the last three to four years. And so they haven't seen it hands-on yet, so um, this gave them a little insight to really what it is Mm -hmm. and um, how much, like you said, the impact is. is, And that it continues on. And when uh, the state representative, uh, Kevin Olichel, came in and his assistant, they are both former graduates from East Prairie School, and they remembered fishing. <laughs> um, <laughs> they did? <laughs> they did. And they were like, wow, you remember that all these years later, and 
what uh, an impact it was on them and how much they enjoyed it. And we have so many parents that, you know, that it's their introduction, too. So they're, yeah. they become just as excited as the kids. And, and that's my, my biggest goal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the end of the school year. This is around the corner. Please take advantage of these wonderful outdoor activities and experiences that you can have with your family, even if it's just sitting in a grove and having a picnic. Mm-hmm. And the kids love seeing the birds. Yeah. The in- even the insects, the dragonflies, and they examine the wings and the beauty of an insect. I mean, it's just get outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, once again, to Eileen Rice, latest member of the Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame, also a.k.a. Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for everything you're doing, and thank you for, uh, for uh, everybody, your whole family and everybody else that cheered you on uh, the other night at the, the event, the big Illinois Outdoor Hall of Fame gala. It was just a, a spectacular thing, and I look forward to, as always, coming to visit the students in May at the school, okay? We can't wait. Thank you. You're listening to Chauncey. On Chauncey's Great Outdoors, you know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff. So become part of the Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the Midwest, trained to work on Mercury Motors and others. With training benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best and trained to work on a Mercury motor and others. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com. Tell them Chauncey sent you. Daiwa has listened to you and their pro staff and made the Tatula fishing rod even better with the new Tatula Elite fishing rod available at your favorite tackle shop that has Daiwa. With an X45 bias wrap construction, it allows for a lighter, stronger, more powerful and sensitive rod. The new air sensor reel seat is made from a lightweight SVF carbon for ultra sensitivity and a compact and comfortable feel seat your hands will never get tired of holding. Add to that the SVF Nano Plus Blank that are lighter and have a higher carbon density to feel the slightest bite in the toughest conditions. The new Tatula Elite Rod will help you get more fish in the boat before the fish knows it's hooked. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa products. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. 
But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590. And tell them Chauncey sent you. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Aw, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Oh, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know, and like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> A public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at Chauncey Media at AOL.com. That's Chauncey Media at AOL.com. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on! Fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, 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 I, 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 I got a little story. Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey Straight Outdoors. Fish contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told them. Guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, because, hey, you could pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and you know what? You heard me say it at the top of the show. One of my guests today is going to be my dear, good, I have to, he's not just my turkey hunting friend. He's my outdoor friend, and we have a lot of great times. But he's also, you know, I got to include Danny Hayes into this turkey hunting business with us because it just, you know, all I know is we just started the interview, what, 31 seconds ago, and it's going to be off the track in 32 seconds. Mike, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. And for the, for for those of you who are wondering, it's Mike Reynolds because Chauncey didn't say who I was. He mentioned Dan Hayes, but he didn't mention me. But I'm Mike Reynolds. Thanks for having me, John. Oh, you're Mike Reynolds. I am Mike Reynolds. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, uh -huh. but uh, yeah, you've heard Mike on the show before, and you know that it's the train is off the track already. But Mike, this you know, April is such a tough month because we have. You know, I talked about, you know, smelt season, we, you know, it's opening a trout season. It's, you know, people are catching coho on a lakefront. Uh, you know, there's so many first, 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 first. And, and 
it's the opening of turkey season. Right, and none of those other things matter as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know I love to fish. I, you know I love Danny Hayes because he's a fisherman, but he's also a turkey hunter. He's got multiple talents, and it all starts with the first gobble in the opening morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, it so, does. It does. You it's... hear that Tom on, on the roost, and he, he opens up. It's, it's life-affirming for me. <laughs> it is, and, you know, turkey hunting... Um, we didn't have it before. I mean, we, it, it hasn't been in Illinois a huge amount of time. Um, I mean, it's a fair amount of time. I keep trying to remember when the first turkey season was. But, you know, it was something that they imported birds in and they imported more and they kept spreading the flocks and trying to get more birds so we could have a season. And now we have a pretty dang good uh, population of birds. Yeah, the state of Illinois is a... It's not in the top ten, but it's a sleeper state. We've we've got really good habitat. We've got really good topography. We've got the just the things that the turkeys need. We have agriculture. We have timber. We have bottomlands. We have rivers. We have just what they need, and they seem to thrive pretty well in the state. And they keep spreading in the state because they go. You're finding them in uh, in forest preserves. I mean, there's a flock of turkeys that live in Hinsdale that walk down the street in Hinsdale. I mean, this is unbelievable if you could see turkey. I'm talking birds in Hinsdale, all right? Uh, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's amazing where they're all at. But turkey hunting, I've said, you've said, we've all said at, you know, seminars now and then and again and again, it is probably the only critter that we know that you have a conversation with in order to harvest it. Yeah, but you also got to think about, and you and I aren't familiar with it, so we don't know, but I've heard elk hunters say the same thing. And when you boil down elk hunting and turkey hunting, you're making the sound of a female when you're elk hunting, you're making the sound of a female when you're turkey hunting, and they answer with a bugle for elk and a gobble for, for turkeys. I've never done elk. I've I've heard enough people, and I've talked to enough people. Mm-hmm. Where they elk hunters usually are good turkey hunters, and turkey hunters are usually good elk hunters. But in our part of the world, the only thing that you actually have a conversation with is turkeys. Turkeys, gobble, 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 <laughs> click, boom. So I mean, really, you know. So you're, as you just said, you're you're making the sounds of female hen turkey, and you know you're making your yelps, your clucks, your you know your purrs, every everything else. Because what you're doing is, you're trying to entice a tom turkey to come over, and be and breed her, and if you're really good and that turkey gets close enough, you are able to harvest it, and but. Yeah, it's great to harvest the turkey, but I mean, as you said, you know, a couple of minutes ago, you're out there in the morning, you're waiting out there before dark, and as the sun's just getting, I mean, not even cracking yet, I mean, the sun is still sleeping behind the horizon, and that first bird goes off, giving a gobble, and then the the woods light up with gobbling going on. It it gets your heart pumping. Yeah, it does. It does. I've I've been hunting for. I think first time I ever went turkey hunting was in 1993, and I get just as excited on opening morning now as I did back then. Mm-hmm. And that 
hearing a, a tom in the woods is just it doesn't even need to be seasoned for me if i hear a bird when i'm when i'm not hunting them it's just as exciting for me as if i have a gun in my hand yeah and you know we've talked about other you know species because mike's been on the show numerous times and but you know deer you, you can fool a sense here you can fool a sense there you can fool a sense there you know turkeys hear really well <laughs> they see exceptionally well i don't know what power eyesight they have on them the only thing is they can't smell for nothing no, and if they, I've been told by old timers that if they could smell, we couldn't get them. Yep, because they're that good. They're they're fairly weary. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about it, it's because everything in the woods that's bigger than them is trying to eat them. Yeah, hawks, bobcats, coyotes. Um, in the north, they got wolves that are eating. They, they every they're a prey species, so their their survival mm-hmm. depends on their senses. Yeah, and uh, but the th- like I said, you know, you, you're making these calls, whether it's a a box call, which you can do all kinds of different work on, uh, a slate call, which is a piece of uh, stone, and you have a wooden peg that you drag across it, and it really sounds like a turkey. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, on my desk here, I, I have a wing bone call that uh, was made by a good friend of ours. Mike Lauer. Mike Lauer, yes. and yeah, uh, I still got one he made for me, too. And you do a little bit of, you know, you're basically sucking on the wing bone, and you, the way you hold it in your hand, it makes the sounds of turkey. And that's how the Native Americans uh, would hunt turkeys, to, to imitate those sounds. I mean, and then when you get one to start, you know, okay, you call nothing. You call nothing. You call again nothing. You call and it talks back to you or cuts you off. That's even more. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> you know, and it cuts you off. And you're like, ooh, 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 okay. Um, and then you go to you know, another one where you're uh, sitting there and you, as you're calling. And you got to change up a little bit. You've, you've shown me. you got to go, you know, may have to try the box call. Oh, does he respond to that? Keep going. Okay. Does he respond to a sleigh call? Or maybe he shuts up. That's the worst thing about turkey hunting. When they clam up, you don't know where they're going <laughs> to pop up. Yeah, you don't know if a hen cut them off and took them away. You don't know if they're sneaking in because they're a subordinate time. Mm-hmm. And how many times, John, have we thought, oh, well, let's just pack up. We're going to move because they, we've lost. They've, they've lost interest in this or they're not coming. And we start to pack up, and we don't check the area very well, and there's one sneaking in behind us. There's mm-hmm. one just out of, out of our peripheral vision on our right or right left. And oh, yeah. It never fails to, or never ceases to amaze me how we fail sometimes to learn from our mistakes and make the same mistakes over again. Exactly. And, and we do. I mean, and it's just, but, it, but it's fun. It's, I call it adult hide-and-seek. That is the best way to describe turkey hunting. Um, you know, it's an adult game of hide-and-seek. And you have lots of toys, which are really cool. <laughs> Whether it's a mouth call, a back call, a slate call, uh, a spring hen, a, a yelp call. What do you call that thing that you use? The the, the one in the, tube? the Yeah, the, the round it's, it's one. A, it's a tube call. It's a tube call. And you've got all these different calls. you got to have them. got to have them. So you got to have toys. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's worse. And don't forget, in, in uh, the slate calls, 
in the South they're called peg pot calls. They can be slate, they can be aluminum, they can be man-made materials. Uh, what else can they be, Chance? They can be... Plastic? Yeah. Plastic. They can be glass or crystal. Uh, the Primo's Power Crystal is probably one of, it's one of the finest mm-hmm. peg pot calls on the market and has been for years because, like you said, it, it makes the sound of a hen turkey so well. Yeah. And, and remember, each, each peg pot makes a different sound with a different peg. Mm-hmm. The density of the peg makes the sound a little bit different, and that is different voices to the turkeys. Yeah, and and I've, I've I tell people I go you know they uh, you know if you love deer hunting or turkey uh, the duck hunting or goose hunting or squirrel hunting or pheasant hunting those are all great I love them all too, but man, I don't get my heart pumping as I do for turkey the first couple of days of turkey hunting, and you know this year you're you're you've got some uh, friends and you're hunting in the Galena territory area. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be with Danny Hayes in Winnebago <laughs> County, and then to be a fly on the wall of that blind. Yeah, well, you will be on the fifth season, okay? Fifth season, I'll be with you guys. Yes, yeah. I will. Yeah, it's going to be. It, yeah, it's. We think the turkeys just sit out in the field and laugh at us. <laughs> yeah, it's the truth. Oh my God! And you know, yes, you have to be in in camouflage because there are vice sites and stuff. But there's so many. You know, you you can get into this for a little bit of money or you could be ridiculous money, you know, depending on any sport. Oh, yeah. Well, if you're a hunter, especially if you're a deer hunter, you already have the clothes you need to hunt turkeys. And if you're a bird hunter, you have the shotgun you can use. If it's got uh, screw-in chokes, you can just put a a turkey choke in and you're ready to go. Mm. So... Like you said, you can spend a little bit of money and use what you've got, or once you're hooked, because you will get hooked, once you're hooked, you'll spend lots of money on specialty guns and specialty optics Mm -hmm. and calls, because you can never have enough calls. And my turkey vest, I carry uh, three tube calls, each tuned a little different. I've got five peg pots. I've got probably six strikers. I've got two box calls. Mm Mm-hmm. So I have literally a whole flock of turkeys that I carry in my vest. Because like you said, you know, you're not, from day to day, sometimes from hour to hour, you don't know what call they want to hear and yeah. what frequency they want to hear. They're going to change a little bit, yeah. Right. And, and I always tell when we used to do our seminars, I used to tell people, my vest is like a fisherman's tackle box. Mm-hmm. In that tackle box, there's all kinds of lures because... A jig may work today, but a spinnerbait may work today, but a chug bait may work, or a, 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 just a plain, ordinary worm underneath a, mm-hmm. a float. Yeah. And if you don't have it in your tackle box, you won't catch the fish that day. The same thing with, with my turkey vest. If I don't have the call they want to hear, then I'll never know they're around. Right. Now, the uh, the other thing with it is the turkeys, we've had such a weird weather time for too long now uh you're you're saying to me that you thought they were still in winter flock if we get a warm weekend like easter's supposed to be uh are, are you think that'll break them up or what yeah it's it's already begun i, I i've got a friend that lives out in, in uh 
a small town just outside of Galena, and he said he's start, finally starting to see. It's like you know, you know, Mike Darienzo. He, he's yeah. finally starting to see hens breaking off from the the winter flocks. The good thing about the wacky weather is this winter wasn't really bad, and it wasn't really as devastating as it can be. So a lot of birds that mm-hmm. would not have normally survived the winter have survived. So we should have a really, really good year this year and an amazing year next year because there'll be a lot of birds being bred. Mm-hmm. There'll be a lot of two-year-old towns that are going to make it through this year because they made it through the winter. Yeah, that's very true. So I think, that to answer your question, yeah, I think they're going to break up, and I think it's begun mm-hmm. now. Well, before I let you go, we want to say congratulations to... Uh a fine young female turkey hunter by the name of Abby. <laughs> yes. Abigail. Uh, yes. she's, Abby Hayes. Abby Hayes has scored a Tom Turkey four years in a row, and I don't think she's even 12 years old yet. Uh, she's 13. 13 years old. Oh, my God. Here's the thing that, it, it, at least this year, I don't know in, in years past, she used a 12-gauge this year. The bird wow. that she got last, last week, she used a 12-gauge. So... That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. She did And I'm good. looking forward to Monday, Chunk. I know you are, and so am I, and we'll, we may have to find each other Monday night. Somehow. It'd be a long ride, but yeah, okay. It's not that long of a ride. Yeah, it is. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. You thought about it. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's an hour and a half or two hours. Yeah, it is. Well, Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, let's uh, talk about maybe tur- turkey hunting in a couple of weeks uh, for later in the season and people running down to southern Illinois to do a little bit of turkey hunting, how different it might be, et cetera, okay? You got it, John. Thank you. That's Mike Reynolds, everybody. Much more than just a turkey hunting friend. He's my friend in the outdoors and a personal, very close friend. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey. We know the outdoors. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant, parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low Boats, all powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can lock in today. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. Daiwa has listened to you and their pro staff and made the Tatula fishing rod even better with the new Tatula Elite fishing rod available at your favorite tackle shop that has Daiwa. With an X45 bias wrap construction, it allows for a lighter, stronger, more powerful and sensitive rod. The new air sensor reel seat is made from a lightweight SVF carbon for ultra sensitivity 
and a compact and comfortable feel seat your hands will never get tired of holding. Add to that the SVF Nano Plus Blank that are lighter and have a higher carbon density to feel the slightest bite in the toughest conditions. The new Tatula Elite Rod will help you get more fish in the boat before the fish knows it's hooked. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa products. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at aol.com. <laughs> Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. I'm listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill boogie. You can't go wrong. Easy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And, uh, yeah, it's still a little raspy in the throat, so you can bear with me another week. <laughs> okay? The um, First of all, you know, last week was the opening day of trout season, inland trout season, in uh, 58 lakes throughout the state of Illinois. And, you know, the weather wasn't especially good, but, People caught a lot of fish, and there are some <clears throat> nice rainbow trout that are being caught in a number of different lakes, and the action is really good. Uh, Axehead and Baloo, Green, Horsetail, Sag Quarry East, Wolf Lake, uh, by William Powers Conservation Area. Uh, you got Grove Lake and Silver and Pickerel in DuPage County. 
Kankakee Bird Park Quarry, uh, Rock Creek at the Kankakee River State Park, Kendall Big Lake in the Silver Springs State Fish and Wildlife Area, uh, up in Lake County, Sand Lake, I forgot about that one, at the Illinois Beach State Park, and McHenry is another good one. Uh, Will County, Lake Atwood is a good location, and we're also seeing them at Lake Milliken at the Des Plaines Conservation Area. So we're seeing action in a lot of these different areas, and I'm, it'll, I think it'll continue for another week or two. So that, that'll be good, and they're catching some nice ones. Uh, Lake Michigan, though, we're seeing a little bit of some brown trout activity, coho. Shore anglers are doing okay from down, downtown Chicago south. A uh, little okay, Montrose, some of the other locations. And you roll up to Waukegan, the boaters are not having as much success as they are south. It hasn't gotten, the coho have not moved up there yet, but they will be very soon. They will be very soon, so uh, don't don't worry about that. Those coho will be all over the place up there. Uh, but if you can, uh, try some power lining or casting uh, different baits, and you should be able to pick up a few fish here and there. I know Waukegan, they got some steelhead uh, and some nice coho, eh, I think a couple of browns someone told me about. Uh Basically, live bait, big fathead minnows, spawn sacks, or you know, night crawlers. That's what you want to work with right now to get those fish active and in there. <sighs> My most favorite time of the year, and I'm talking about um, smelt season that runs through April 30th in the Chicago Park District. You can't drop the nets in until 7 p.m., and you have to be out of the park by 1 a.m. That doesn't mean I'm taking my stuff down at 1 a.m. That means... They close the gate at 1, and the concert, the police officers are going to be telling you to get out of there maybe before 1 a.m. So please, 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 no open fires, no closed tents, uh, no parking on the grass or sidewalks. Uh, you know, there's you can go to Park Bait and find some information on that or go online and go to, to the uh, Chicago Park District and you get information on the uh, smelt season in Chicago. Uh, so definitely check that out and have some fun with that. That's going to be good. I'm getting reports of crappie on the Chain of Lakes. Ooh, baby. My buddy Craig, uh, you know, Cole gets out there. He's chasing them crappies. He's got to, you know, get a mess of them for that big uh, summertime crappie fry that he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready for that, Craig. Let's not pass that up. And uh, you just, you know, small baits. A lot of plastic will work very well, too. White, chartreuse, things like that. But sometimes that bite is very, very, very light. <clears throat> okay? Um, so, you know, definitely check out. Uh, and it, sometimes it's shallow. You work in the docks. You work in some branches in the in the backwaters, things like that. Uh, catfish are doing pretty good on uh, chicken livers and stank bait. <laughs> I love that. Uh, bluegill are shallow up also with the messed up in with those crappies. You won't be surprised if you caught a few of them. Uh, just a waxworm, small hook, small bobber. Let it go. Slip bobber so you can adjust the depth and then boop. Once they start, you know where they're at. Don't pass it up. Ah, I just love that activity. And you can get some nice fish doing that this time of the year in the you know Channel Lakes, in the back uh, channels and things like that. You'll enjoy that. Uh, we're seeing some good action for fish down in uh, Ren Lake. Just go to rendlake.com for information for restaurants and lodging and stuff like that. Jason Bones. Uh, Boneyard Guard, yeah, Boneyard Outfitters. Uh, definitely go check them out. You'll find some really good information there. Uh, Fox River and DuPage, you know, we're seeing some walleye activity. That's right. Now, a friend of mine, Kenny Schneider, told me that he was heard from his good friend, uh, 
who was fishing the river up there, and he said he got he was caught talking to Arden, you know, cats, and he said he got a nice fat walleye out of there. So maybe we should uh, look at some of the areas in Wisconsin. Here's another neat thing you can do. Um, the Michigan, state of Michigan is looking for volunteers in the Sheboygan County area from now through uh, early June to stand guard as the mature lake surgeon head upstream for their spawning sites along the Black River. This is such a cool thing. I, I would love to do this, wouldn't you? The uh, Black Lake chapter of Sturgeon for Tomorrow is working in partnership with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources to protect these fish. And since they've been doing this for 20 years, the poaching numbers have dropped to almost nil. You know, sturgeon can live up to 100 years and get as big as 200 pounds. That's a big fish. Um, And, you know, they have to be closely regulated, closely watched, because it's a prehistoric critter. It really is. Uh, And like I said, they've been doing such a great job. Um, Mary Paulson and her husband, uh, Jim, have been doing so much work uh, with this guarding program that they're helping out the numbers of the sturgeon that are getting bigger and bigger and better. So that always gets, you know, and, you know, it's a tough job. You have to stand along the river, you know, and watch it during the day, watch it at night. They do shifts and things like that. So you can't go wrong. Give Jim and Mary a buzz at 989-763-7568. Sounds good. Whoa, speaking of, I hear the flute playing, so we're coming to the end of the show. And I always like to leave you with a Native American proverb. And since all my flowers are popping up in front of my house today, the crocuses and all kinds of stuff that are really looking pretty again. I said this, I think, a couple of weeks ago, but I think it's an, we need to say it again. Be careful when you're walking outside. Mother Earth is pregnant, and she's about to show you her children. <laughs> How very true. Once again, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, or the fish we catch. We're really borrowing it all from our children's children's children. I'll make sure I don't have my cold next week, and hopefully I'll have a turkey. Take care, everybody.